I have to make the trip. Silver take you all right? If it weren't for Silver, it would be impossible to get there in time. Hunter right too? No, Tonto. I'll make this trip alone. I want you to stay here and see that Cephas doesn't harm Jeff and his wife before I get back. Oh, Tonto, do that. Steady, Silver. Are you going now? I can't stop the rest. There isn't a day to spare. The hearty cry of Hayo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Now to continue the story. Jeff Halstead turned from ranching to farming, planting his land with wheat. He borrowed money from Cephas Cooper and gave his property as security. But when he asked Cephas to make good a verbal promise of another loan to pay for harvesting, Cephas refused. Jeff and his wife May, believing they would lose their home, made ready to leave and join one of their three sons. The Lone Ranger, however, persuaded them to return and stay on their property until the loan came due. As our second act opens, we see the masked man raiding in his great horse, Silver, at the small camp he shares with his faithful Indian companion, Tonto. Oh, oh, Silver! Oh, boy! Oh, steady there! Oh, Tonto, I just talked to Jeff. Uh-huh. They were leaving their home, but I convinced them to turn back. Mm, that good thing. Were you able to get the information I wanted, Kimosabe? Tonto, get him. Where are Jeff's three boys? Dave... Him Lake City. He's the one who took up wheat farming. Ah. Luke, him Bakerstown. Good. Steve, him Sandy Ford. That's where the Texas Rangers have their barracks. That's right. Lake City, Bakerstown, Sandy Ford. All of them are a long way off. Mm, them plenty far. And I have to make the trip. Silver take you all right. If it weren't for Silver, it would be impossible to get there in time. Hunter right too? No, Tonto. I'll make this trip alone. I want you to stay here and see that Cephas doesn't harm Jeff and his wife before I get back. Oh, uh, Tonto, do that. Steady, Silver. Are you going now? I can't stop the rest. There isn't a day to spare. Tonto, wait. Come on, Silver! Silver! <laughs> 
Cephas Cooper had been told that Jeff and his wife were preparing to leave their home before the 25th. But when he learned that they had returned, his curiosity was aroused. And with one of his men, he rode out to the Holstead place. Uh, wonder what that fool Jeff is up to. It ain't gonna do him no good to stay on. You're a blame right, it ain't. Jeff signed that paper giving me his place if he didn't pay me by the 25th. And he can't do it. Yeah. I seen to it nobody'd work for him for nothing. You took care of that all right. There ain't a fellow around here with a nerve to go again me. When I tell them what to do, they do it. It's the worst for them. There, Jeff, sitting on his steps. Well, get to the bottom of this. Who asked you to come out here, Sebus? This is my place, ain't it? Not yet, it ain't. Uh, It will be soon enough, so it won't make no difference. Maybe so, and maybe not. You started to leave once, didn't you? And what if I did? What I want to know is, why'd you come back? You're up to something. And by thunder, I aim to get to the bottom of it. You wouldn't believe why I stayed on, even if I told you. Yeah. He's just bluffing, Cephas. Well, he ain't fooling me none. I'm here because of a masked man. Huh? Yep, that's right. He told me to stay on, and I'm doing like he said. A masked fella? Mm-hmm. What's an outlaw to do with you? I don't know. Are you loco? I don't know that, either. Now, you look here. I reckon I taught you once that I ain't the fella to fool with. And I ain't putting up with this here shilly shallying. If you're joking with me, I don't care none for jokes. Cephas, I'll give you the straight of it. All I'm doing is waiting for the masked man to come back. What he can do for me, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. If I had anything left in the world to bet, I'd bet the last penny of it that he'll help me out of the fix I'm in. Ah, you always was a trust, an idiot. It don't hurt to trust folks. The thing is to trust the right ones. I see it now. You're going to try a trick to spoil the wheat so I won't get the good of it. You can think what you want. If you do, I'll have you jailed. This is your place after the 25th if I don't pay you, isn't it? It is. But up to then, it's mine. Ain't that so? Well, I... Then I'm giving orders. You get out of here and stay out. I'm sorry I ever met you. But sure as sin, I don't have to see any more of you than I want. And that's none at all. Why? Do you hear me? I'm a-going. And if I catch you on my property again before it's yours, I'll fill your hide with buckshot. Jeff's feeling right violent, Cephas. He's up to something. I can feel it in my bones. I got the same hunch. But it's not going to do him no good. Steady there. I'm going to have some of the boys keep an eye on him. It's a good idea. And if I can catch him doing something that ain't legal, I'll make him sorry for it if it's the last thing I do. Get up there. Get up there. Get up there. Come on. Get up Time, the Lone Ranger was racing across country. He headed first for Lake City, where Dave Holstead, Jeff's son, had a large wheat ranch outside town. Dave! Dave Holstead! That's me. Oh, oh Silver, old fellow. Oh, boy. Man. Never mind that. Your parents are in trouble. What's that? They're in danger of losing everything they own. Wait, listen. You listen to me. I want your help. Mr. 
Stranger, did you say Cephas done that to Paul? He did, Luke. Why, the cheating old skin flint? Will you do as I ask? Do it? Say, Stranger, there ain't men enough in Texas to stop me. Good. Go on, Silver, old fellow. Wait, these things. I want to ask you. There's no time to wait. Hey, old Jeff and his wife received no further word from the Lone Ranger. The hopes he'd built up faded, and as we find them now in the living room of their home, they are resigned to failure. May, I'd have to start harvesting that wheat today if I was to get it to town in time to pay Cephas. Uh, I reckon the masked man tried his best, but there wasn't nothing nobody could do. I tried myself. I went into town and asked some of the fellows if they wouldn't work for nothing. Till after harvest, when I could pay him. Yes? But that crook Cephas has got him so scared, there wasn't one of them willing. I didn't hardly hope for it. So I guess we'll have to go to Davy after all. Jeff, those men, who are they? Huh? By golly, if Cephas has sent fellas to run me off, I'll... All right, all right. I'm coming. Howdy, Paul. Davy! Ma, Ma, it's Dave. Davy, my boy, you've come to visit us. Visit nothing. I've come home to work. Where's that wheat needs cutting, Paul? Ain't no use, Davy. A dozen men couldn't get it cut in time to get to town. A dozen? Who said anything about a dozen? I got 40 men here and raring to go to work. Oh, Davy, Davy, I can't believe but it. But we ain't tools enough. We brought our own tools. We'll show you how to harvest a crop. Ain't that so, men? I'm all of a tremble, Davy. It sure is good to see you. I... Oh, gosh. Now, just forget about your worries. You and Ma sit here. The boys will take care of the work. Come on, fellas. Let's dig in. All that day and well into the next, Dave and his men worked furiously. The smell of fresh-cut wheat was fragrant in the air, and great loads of grain were ready to be hauled into town. As the second afternoon wore on, Dave looked up to see his father running toward him. Davy, stop! Tell them fellows to stop working. It ain't no use. What's that, Paul? I just happened to think. We ain't got the wagons to haul the grain to town. Can't you get none? Seba's seen to that. He give everybody in the county orders not to help me. Blast it. Why didn't the masked fella tell me we'd need wagons? I don't know. But you better not waste your time no more. It was good of you, Davy. And your ma and me sure appreciate what you've done, but Did I... Did you say you needed wagons? I just now told you. Then look what's coming. Why, bless my soul. There's Luke's wagon. And there's Luke himself. Luke! Luke! Oh, we got here all right. You're just in time. What are you standing there for, Dave? Get back to work. My fellas want weed to load up in them wagons. And you just bet you'll get it. Did, did the mask fellow... He sent me, Paul. I, I never thought when I set you up in the freight business 
But the day had come when your wagons could do me a turn like this. I'll start my boys to load and paw. Hold on there, Jeff. Hold on. Cephas. I've been watching everything that's happened. But you... And you ain't gonna move that wheat. Who says I can't? I says it. You're not moving this wheat till you pay me what you owe. There ain't nothing in the agreement says that. All I gotta do is pay you by the 25th. That don't mean nothing to me. This wheat's as good as mine. You ain't gonna keep me from having it. Your scheming fell through, Cephas. Yeah? Well, I got the sheriff, his deputies, and all the men from town to see that no wheat's moved. The, the sheriff? He's just like everybody else around here. He takes his orders from me. And I give him orders to shoot the first fellow to drive out of here with a wagon. Oh, every one of our fellas is covered by a fellow from town. And every townsman is covered by a Texas ranger. Oh, look, Steve's brought the rangers. Oh, it's Steve. It's my boy, Steve. The masked man here brought me, Paul. He figured there might be trouble. I've been tricked. You can't get away with this. I ain't standing for it. You have no choice, Cephas. Stranger, I don't know how to thank you. You brought my boys together again. You brought them here just when it was needed most. Jeff, will you be able to sell your grain in time to pay, Cephas? I sure will. Blast you. Confound you. <laughs> Say, what are you laughing about, you? You. Cephas, I was remembering how you taught me into giving you that thousand dollars for an option on your land. You were so blamed anxious to get the cash. You offered the land for far less than it was worth. But I ain't taking it. And now I'll be able to get your land, too. There ain't no way you can stop me. Jeff, no. You wouldn't do that, would you? It was all put down in writing. And like you said, if it's in writing, it's business. (laughs) And from now on, I'm a businessman. Come on, Silver, old fellow. It's going to be trouble at the Lee Ranch. Donald waiting for us. Next time on The Moral Code Tales of the Lone Ranger. Come on, Silver. Come on, my fellow. He's taking us toward that woods. Ah, did you see anything wrong, Kimosabe? What? What's that there? There's something on the ground. Looks as though it might be a man. Ah. Come on, Silver. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.